What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Lesson Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Digital Relaxation, and we are back again with another one. And as always, um, if you guys like this podcast, uh, you like what you hear, maybe you know someone who's into the podcast, um, be sure to share it, man. Uh, spread the wealth out here. Uh, but yeah, um, we are here with another episode. Uh, I'm not going to keep promising if these going to be short or longer now because that last episode was probably the shortest episode I ever did. And I didn't think it would be that short, to be honest. So... Yeah, things happen. Things happen. But moving on, um, as always, uh, what have I been up to since my last episode? Well, I kind of wanted to talk about this last episode, uh, but it slipped my mind. I don't know. I was just, everything just came out at once on that last episode, so I had time to really think about what it is I had to say, I guess. I don't know. So, uh... I mentioned this like probably two or three episodes ago <laughs> like it wasn't even out yet when i mentioned this but the wu-tang series um that's streaming on hulu um last time i mentioned it, it wasn't even out yet but we are now six episodes in if i'm not mistaken um and loving it really really loving it um first season was amazing you can tell though um it feels like it's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. It's like they're trying to keep the the realism in there, but of course they're trying to you know make it interesting for like you know storytelling sake. But it's like the first season compared to the second season. It's like, geez, how do I explain this? Um, damn, I feel like it was there, but I don't know how to explain it now. <laughs> like, so the first season, for those who haven't seen it or whatever, I'm not going to try to spoil anything. I'm just going to talk about the overall summary. The first season is about uh, Riza, um, aka Bobby, his real name, and the story. Uh, this is a, the first season about the story of how his solo career began at first before. No forming the Wu Tang, and they got to a storyline towards the ending that was not real, but it was like they knew how unreal it was. So by the time they got to the second season, they completely like just glossed over what happened. Like they just made like a simple excuse as to why that story is not continuing. And it was like, oh, okay, so we're just going to forget about that. So, I don't know. It's like, it's like they realized that they need to tell the Wu-Tang story more. Because now that they're dealing with the actual entire Wu-Tang, because in the first season, um, some of them was actually missing. And now we're actually dealing with, like, the entire Wu-Tang. So, it's now, like, we ain't got time to do all these side stories that we was doing in the first season. Like, on the first season, like, almost everybody got, like, solo episodes backstories of how they came to be and what led them to music or the situation in life and this story is like alright we will sing we gotta do this <laughs> and yeah so all that side stuff it's kind of going out the door they only gave us like two yeah probably the first if the first two episodes at most was side story stuff but everything just been Wu-Tang stuff from there on um I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about uh 
the guy who plays Riza in this season, he changed his voice style from the first season. And the funny thing is that uh because um in the first season Joey Badass uh played Inspector Duck and if you know anything about how Joey Badass sound and how this guy sound, they kind of actually sound the same when speaking. Um, so I felt like maybe that was going to be the reason why he changed his voice. But in the second season, uh, they recast Inspector Deck with another guy because Joey Badass is, um, I believe he's playing a role in power. So I get it. But it was like from the start I I already like when I saw like the trailers and the teasers of how they had him sounding like he sounds like um like one of those old school karate badly dubbed um films like when the guy was trying to dub the in English and they try to make themselves sound like all robotic and wise (laughs) it's weird so that's how he's kind of sounding in this season and I don't know like I'm pretty sure that was like uh, a thing that he was told to do uh, being that that's their upbringing like they've been growing up on kung fu flicks and shit Um, so I get it but at the same time it's like (laughs) like it sounds like he takes you out of out of his like Everyone sound like they from the street, they from the hood. Everyone know they got their style, their their slang, they know their accent, how they speak, and then this dude just come out of nowhere, sound like a straight up instructor, like some wise man, like yeah, we need to uh do this and uh do that <laughs> and uh go tank. Now I'm like, bro, why you talk like that? So I don't know. Uh, overall story, I'm loving it. Uh, fun fact, actually, the first season, uh, I always like, I always knew about Wu Tang growing up. I always heard. Some of the music, other members' music, growing up, um, but I never listened to any of their albums prior to the show. So after listen, after watching the first show, I listened to the the Thirty Six Chambers and got hooked on that album. That album was amazing. So now that the second season is basically showing how they make that album, so I'm now I'm just like loving like watching the creating process. Like one episode was showing like how Rizzo was forming a beat and like how he breaking the sample down and they were showing like an interesting way of how he was doing it by not just like not by just showing him behind the keyboard and just mixing stuff like they actually showing him like orchestrating the whole situation in real time with like real people and trying to like manipulate them to do what he wants them to do and whatnot like it's amazing um but there's that um I'm assuming I don't know I don't know how this show like I don't know what the end goal of this show is um uh cause in theory depending on how the show ends this can technically be the last season because I don't know if this show is just about how Wu-Tang came to be and it's one of those well the rest is history now we know what happens or are they actually gonna go further with like the Wu-Tang story and like all right, we made our first album, and then after that, they started doing solo projects, and then they finally got together for the second Wu Tang album. So I don't know 
if they do another season how where that's going to cover that's going to cover the solo albums or is that going to go to Wu-Tang forever um I don't know so interesting I don't like yeah I don't know that technical end goal to this show but I'm along for the ride I'm enjoying it I don't really watch a lot of live action stuff so it's like when I do find it and like it'd be good I'd be enjoying it a lot but um aside from that uh um kind of watching anime uh I'm, I'm casually watching the anime it's nothing serious it's just something to watch um nothing to really give a in-depth review about right now um it just seems like a simple story i'm just watching it relaxing um reading manga i'm just like piling up on a lot of manga to read um I want to start collecting soon, so I'm trying to like find ones that I want to actually collect and read them like in person. So I'm doing that. Um, I started to finally start a new, not so much a new, but re, uh, rebrand a series on my YouTube channel. So a lot of people who most likely don't know, but um, on my YouTube channel, I originally started the relaxing thoughts title on my youtube it was originally um a video game q a podcast type thing on my youtube channel where i would have a guest like every episode and we would play a game together and i would you know ask them questions about video games and then i'll ask them about some personal life questions uh not personal but you know like just their life questions and whatnot and then that would mainly be it but then I started the Relaxing Thoughts podcast, and as I grew from changing how my podcast was structured, which originally it was just gonna be kind of like an offspring of that, like I'm gonna talk about video games, anime, you know, the stuff that I'm talking about now, and then that would mainly be it. And then sometimes I would try to talk about life stuff, but. I wasn't really confident in what I was to talk about, but yeah. So as time got along, um, I changed it up to now. I just when I talk about anime and video games and all that, it's mainly the what I've been up to section. So you know, if I'm playing something new, if I'm watching something new, um, then I'll talk about it. But the main overall on the topic, I mean, of the podcast now is is to live up to the name and talk about my thoughts and try to like keep a positive outlook of these situations and things that's going on um a lot of people i mean i, I talked about it in the previous episode but i know a lot of people still want me to talk about like the vaccine and all of that um i know they making it a mandate in new york which is going crazy people in new york is protesting as they should um like like i said um i said in the last episode the last time i talked about it um when they had that juvenile song promoting uh, vax that thing up that I don't like that it needs to be pushed and shoved down our throats um, I think everything should be a choice everything should be properly promoted like you know when the flu has been around for how long and the cases of people who have gotten ill or you know possibly passed away from it and whatnot, but they advertise like flu season like once or twice a year like they were like oh it's flu season make sure you get your shot or back at my job they would have like um 
posters and all the job is like hey we offer you know blue shots at the job if you guys want or whatever like stuff like that it's just like hey just a reminder that this is you know the flu still thing if you want the shot take it that's it uh covid is a thing if you want the vaccine take it yeah, you know but it's like all the extra agenda and the side stuff and the code words that they're using to like ostracize people and whatnot like oh i ain't watched the full interview but just like watching like the title of him the first sentence that she said like oh like by taking the vaccine you're like listening to god and i'm like what like you're bringing religion into this um then it's just and then like i said cold word like that sounds normal but then take into a deeper thing it's like so you're saying that for people who do take the vaccine shot we're following god but the people who don't are what following the devil you're saying that we're wicked people that we're evil i don't understand the message you're trying to say here so it's like y'all not really being slick about how y'all go about just saying hey there's an option for a better survival chance for you getting COVID. That's it. Like, yeah, I shouldn't have to like, hey, if you don't do this, well, your life is over. Hey, if you don't do this, then you're just an evil person. And we all know where that came from in history. I mean, several times in history. So it's like, it's like damn it. I'm like, yeah, it's just constantly repeating itself. Like, there's always going to be something that's going divide and conquer type situation i mean i'm not gonna bring up the examples but yeah i've been paying attention in history class and whatnot you sure ain't know a few examples of why of why this just seems wrong um so but like i said i'm not here to say whether you should take it or not like i said i, got, I know people who took it i know family members who took it i know people who haven't took it uh stories of people who have took it and something wrong would happen to them people who have took it and nothing has happened to them so there's, there's a lot of stories i think the body is just different for everybody people are gonna react to things differently just saying like people have allergic reactions to things like you know it's not fair that one person can eat one thing and the next person can eat another like me and my brother for example um growing up he's allergic to shelf selfish so he can't eat like shrimps crabs and stuff like that anything with a shell and for me i can but also fortunately for me that's actually one of like my favorite dishes like like shellfish and stuff like that like it's one of my favorite things to eat so imagine me having my taste but having his situation like and it's like and even now he grew up to a point where he doesn't even like even if he wasn't um allergic he got to a point where it's like he doesn't eat that regardless but it's like the point is that what if he wasn't allergic and i was it's like oh he has the option to eat this whenever he wants but i can't and i love it so it's like the body is different um you know life is unfair people have different circumstances in life but it's a matter of how you move through it so it's like not everyone's gonna be fine and dandy when they get the vaccine not everybody's gonna be ill and sick when they get the vaccine like even just taking the vaccine there's been multiple stories of oh the second one is what really put people out or it's the first one that put people out or none of them has put them out and it's like 
like I said, the body is different. Um, so I mean, everything is a gamble when you take something that's new and different. Uh, it's just a matter that you should be the one who's making that choice to take that gamble. Like that's your life. You should control how you should go about it. Um, yeah, that's mainly what I want to say about that situation. <laughs> All right, so going in. Oh, actually, so I still got more to talk about with what I've been up to. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, I was still talking about my YouTube video. I don't know how I got to vaccine, but yeah. So I rebranded the relaxing thoughts thing on my YouTube channel to be a more like an ASMR type deal where I. It's kind of like I do positive affirmations. Um, basically, you no know, living up to the name. I'm trying to give people relaxing thoughts in a relaxing manner, and that's mainly it. Um, so I'm working on that. It's different for me being someone who kind of like always followed ASMR, and I always want to try. But it's like it's one of those things, like you know, things you just gotta try because you like usually you've been afraid. Like I said, like. Growing up, I'm, I'm never, I was never really a public speaker or whatnot, but hey, I had to pick up rapping, which I'm going to get into in the moment. Um, the first time I actually performed in front of people was at a block party. And like, even then, like, even though I wasn't like, no, it's my first time performing. I didn't know the performing etiquette. Like, people were like, oh, we can't really hear you guys speak. I'm like, oh, damn, like, I don't know how this works. <laughs> but it's the fact that I had to take that chance. Like, God forbid, oh, not God, God willing, like, if I blew up from rapping, I gotta get comfortable with performing now, so, I, it's things, like, if I'm gonna do something, I gotta be, you know, I gotta start making myself comfortable with, like, what I'm about, so, like, constantly branding myself as digital relaxation and relaxing thoughts and whatnot, but not going the full length to do the relaxation part, it's like, alright, I, I think I should start, you know, I've been quite um participant in listening and watching asmr videos and whatnot that i should be able to you know put my little spin off on it as well um and yeah so that's what i've been doing with that um i only got one video i am i already have the second video written um so i'm gonna do that one too and yeah um i got a just a side note, I got like a love-hate relationship with TikTok. Not so much, it's not so much a hate anymore, but it's like TikTok for me, I compared it as like, it's the the social media of Minecraft for me. Like when Minecraft first came out, I didn't understand it. I didn't like it. I didn't understand how people can enjoy playing with like, you know, we have games like with all these dope graphics and game mechanics and people just over here obsessed with blocks. All I, I didn't understand it until I, you know, played it and then I got addicted to it and whatnot. So TikTok, it was the same thing. It was like, oh, we have all these social media platforms, people doing things. And then it's like, oh, it comes TikTok. And I'm just thinking like, oh, there's going to be another Vine, another Snapchat. No, it's just going to come in and go. Uh, people doing all these challenges, making songs that's not really that good pop up because they just don't dance to it. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, uh, I don't care about it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to download TikTok. And then I was just like hooked on it. I'm just sitting there in my bed, like watching a bunch of TikToks. So I went from like, all right, hmm, I can kind of get it. Uh, but I'm just going to sit here and just watch it. That's it. And now I'm actually uploading on TikTok 
and this is where the hate love hate kind of comes in because i upload like segments from like my podcast or my twitch streams and whatnot like hello highlights uh and i am getting a lot of like i'm not saying I, like, i'm not going viral but i'm getting a lot of like plays and likes and i'm like bro like if these numbers translated to the actual thing like i'll be so like i'll be it man i'll be it you'd be happy as hell like basically but all i'm trying to do is just like get people to listen to like those little segments and be like oh this sounds dope um wonder like what else he says or where he goes from there and then click on the podcast and hear the whole thing and then hopefully get a new listener or whatnot but yeah so that's like like my little thing with tiktok so because i posted that video about the um my relaxing thoughts well, not the podcast the series um it's titled um you are not alone and i put it on youtube and it's like eh, barely like anyone watched it and then i put it on uh tiktok and like hundreds of views and like bro like if that went to my youtube channel all right so that's that um and speaking of my music um uh, I am recording this podcast on the 4th. Uh, yesterday, the 3rd, was my 10-year anniversary of my uh, mixtape debut. Um, I made my first mixtape and been going since uh, to this day, 10 years later. Um, and it's crazy. Like, I, got, I, I don't know if I talked about this in my podcast or I, just, I was talking about this with somebody. I don't remember. No, I think I... I think it was on my last put not the last um the one with my where i had dodge on it uh like i said like to like if i if to like if i had a successful rap career like 10 years is a very 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 long time for like an artist like just thinking of where people were 10 years from their their like their projects like um let's take Nas for example um he dropped Illmatic in 94 um by the time 2004 happened let me see if I can see where he was at in 2004 he had an album called Street Decipher so before that he had Godson which a lot of people consider probably one of his best Illmatic another one of people consider his best he had it was written so by the time I want to say Godson came out, because I remember that Godson era, that's when we was already like considered him like, all right, he a legend. And this was 2002, so there was still eight years from his career. Like we was already considering this man a legend, and everything after that was just, you know, him just cementing his legacy. Uh, 2001, I believe that's when we got Ether. That's when he beat for Jay Z. 2001 that that definitely is what like solidified him that's like oh okay Nas is not to be messed with and then he gave us Godson and it's like alright it's solid now he's he's legend and it's only 8 years in his career so it's like 10 years for me like of course I'm uh, like I'm a nobody no one, <laughs> no one really listens to my music like that but 
it's a it's a long time if i was like someone but for me it feels like it just went by quickly just because i'm only doing this as like a little hobby and something that i'm just passionate about and something i just enjoy doing like it just felt like it just went by like with the quickness i i got so many songs so many projects that it's just like yeah craziness but um yeah so i guess i don't know happy 10 years <laughs> for me um i am still going to keep doing music uh i already have a couple of projects planned it's just a matter of hopefully getting them to happen so that's that uh but yeah now that ends the um about me section of what i've been up to section um give me a moment so i was unsure about how i was gonna structure this um i didn't really have i didn't really know what i was gonna talk about like i said i was hopefully trying to get um a guest episode to happen but things keep happening so it is what it is um i just keep trying to get one but so i had to you know figure out a solo episode um so the topic um actually i got a topic from someone else and then i actually end up kind of making one of my own and they both are kind of the same i just don't know which one i should go with first so they can transition easily <laughs> um so um i don't know so to explain so i'm just gonna this might be backwards, but um, I'm just going to still do it regardless. So the first topic is um, talking about finding yourself um, like a lot of like uh, this one is going to be because it's a lot to go with this one. Um, so for like people like people go through a lot of different journeys in life and whatnot and people have different understandings of life and things like there's still people who probably haven't really gone through much emotionally or mentally and they just feel like there's no no there's no real hardship in their life for them to worry about so they always felt like everything was figured out everything is like you no know, smoothly for them and going well and then there's the people who like get hit with things early in their life and what it is that they thought to believe becomes shattered and now they feel lost in themselves and then going back to the people who um then go through that early might go through that later and that's when things can either become trouble for them or not because it took them so long for them to get to the situation where they wasn't properly prepared on how to deal with things and that can go it can go wrong on both sides um because one is like oh i wasn't you know i'm still young i don't understand how to deal with these feelings or these thoughts in my head and it's like some people just don't want to live with it no more and then there's the people who like oh like things were going so fine in my life and like now that it's going bad and it's like i feel like my back is against the wall i don't know what to do i don't know where to go 
and it's like that's it so the whole point is about finding yourself um people need to find themselves find their past um mostly when it happens it's during these dark times a lot of people feel like they may have find themselves early so they can prevent the dark times but um sometimes it's like those low moments that bring you to realizations of things you are going to allow and not allow anymore in your life and set boundaries and rules and limits for yourself so I think it's more better to go through the hardships and whatnot to find yourself um so like for me like I talked about this multiple times by now but just how weird it feels for me to be going through my journey in life and my quote-unquote change and exception um ascension and whatnot like you know when i was a kid simple kid um i always believed in just doing the right thing um i had an older brother to learn from his mistakes so i won't copy what he does um we both grew up with different personalities um he was more flashy and out there i was more reserved and calm um so it was like my life was just i felt like it, it was simple um you know go to school do what i had to do hang out with my friends play video games enjoy myself when I get older, it's just going to be like that. I'm like, I, I, was, I always felt like I was going to be with my friends. I always felt like I was going to be with my close people. I felt like I was always going to be with my family that I grew up with. And I was just going to keep, you know, things just going to keep getting better and better from there. And then, of course, the first time it hit me was when I first moved. And I lost contact with my friends. Like, because social media was just like, it was there, but it was like, it wasn't our and or be uh, like I was having this conversation like it's the fact that it's weird that sometimes we don't even exchange phone numbers anymore like we just like yo what's what's your Instagram what's your Twitter and that and people literally like have probably these lifelong friendships and bonds without once having that person's phone number um and it could be for obvious reason if they're international of course but like there's a lot of people like there's a few people in my life that I know like around the United States that I don't even have their phone number, but we have this great friendship through social media conversations and whatnot. So before I moved, phone numbers and stuff was still the thing. Like, you know, back when we still had to remember our phone numbers at times um, and whatnot, like, like I can get, I, I was still dealing with the house phone before I got my cell phone. So I learned about, you know, memorizing numbers and hand patterns to recognize numbers and whatnot and then we got cell phones which now you can store numbers in your contact just go to your contact and find the name and that's that um but then of course texting wasn't a thing so you know we had to call and then for certain phone services it was you know slippery slope for me i had sprint um and the situation is you can't call another phone provider unless it's like after six or seven unless that you have to like pay extra for that so i don't know that's how things work back then <laughs> i don't know if that's how things still work now i don't even think that's something we think about anymore <laughs> like 
I think that's like in the fine print now. Like, oh yeah, just so you know that if you call somebody from T-Mobile with Sprint, you're paying extra, but we're not gonna tell you that. Cause it feels like a phone bill is always a set thing now. Like, oh, like your like like everything is becoming like a subscription fee. Like it's not even about like what you're paying for no more. Like you got the phone, uh, you got this, you can't do this and you can't do that until you, unless certain requirements are met. Like now it's just like, all right, as long as you got the phone, you're just paying for the service of you get texting, you get phone calls, you get this much internet service all for this price. And if you go above that, then you call, I mean, then you pay extra. But most of the time, Wi-Fi kind of like knocks that out. And then it's like, yeah, so it's like. I like yeah like pretty much I have not like once I got to the point where I started paying like my own phone bill like not once have I ever like went over like I never my phone bill I never went oh ten dollars extra like what the hell did I do like nah like it's just always you knew what you were paying from the get go things don't change so it's like that restriction is not there no more so it was like real tight on making phone calls and keeping contact with your friends so that's why outside meant everything to me um going outside hanging out with my friends like i said i wasn't really a gamer like i was only playing video games when i was like alone um and then that was that uh, but yeah so when i moved like i had i had like one social media account but i know nobody like my friends wasn't on social media at the time um and they wasn't on that one and then I had to get to another one. Um, I managed to contact a few of them at that move. <laughs> one of them thought that I died. I don't know how that happened, but yeah. Um, and then that was that. Um, I haven't talked to any of them since. Um, and then, yeah, then it started hitting me like, like this is not a forever thing, or this is not going the way I planned it. I'm losing my people that I thought I was gonna be with like for the rest of my life like people I thought I was gonna grow up like grow up with like you know when you hang around with your dad or whatever your older spouse is and you see them with their homeboys and you thinking like oh they got this like deep friendship they probably known each other since like high school or whatever and it's just a long friendship bond um some of them are like that and it's like damn like you know that's what you want you know you got your friends that you knew from when you was young you got to get older now your kids kids know each other and it's just a cycle but no that didn't happen um so that started messing with me big time because now it's like now it feels like nothing is forever i guess and it, it bothered me um it's just like more things that just keep on going against me and going against what I thought was going to happen in my life is no longer happening and then like the people that I was cool with I'm just not I'm not as close with them or it's limited times that I can see them even more limited than before the things that I enjoyed in my life I'm not really enjoying it no more because I didn't enjoy them the way that I used to I used to enjoy these things for other people but now it's like I'm doing it by myself more so I'm not even enjoying it no more. Like now you're losing like who you was. Like you're losing your foundation. You're losing what made you you. And it's just like things don't feel the same no more. And that's when you start questioning your life. Start questioning what's going on. And then depression hits. And you become unstable. And 
yeah yeah so that's like um time to understand where do you go from here and that's where people struggle like people feel like you know i think this is it like like i I lost pretty much everything that was important in my life growing up i lost what i thought was gonna happen in my life like i don't know what to do anymore and that that was it like the people can give up from that and see like there's no more point in doing things no more like you don't even enjoy doing things no more but it's a it's a long process um when even when i speak to other people who are going through things and whatnot it's like i can tell you yeah i can tell you a lot of things and it sounds simple but at the end of the day because you have to go through this it's going to still be a long process because you still had to make the commitment to yourself you still have to make the decisions for yourself you still have to make that choice to be committed to the change that you're about to go through and the change that you want to go through um because sometimes change is scary a lot of people don't want to do things that they felt comfortable with or if they felt i don't know it's like people find things that's like coping mechanisms or whatnot and it kind of traps them into like a cycle and they feel like they step out of this they're gonna like shatter again because they shattered the last time they lost like that you know that frame foundation of what kept them going so they feel like they lose it again they're gonna shatter but they gotta understand the difference that this is not your foundation this is just something that you're using to like yeah it's not instead of like something that's holding you up it's something that you're hanging on to for your life and it's a moment of like this can snap and you can fall or you're gonna have to keep climbing up and stop relying on this one branch from keeping you from falling so it's like um yeah you have to you have to really start figuring out like what, what it is you want to do for yourself and whatnot like you know just start trying different things like you know again this this is something i pride myself on and something i i'm a firm believer on doing like explore everything explore your creativity explore your, your outlets explore different avenues of you like your your life your brain you know everything about you um and see what it is you really enjoy doing um like you know maybe you like drawing you try it maybe you find out you're good at it maybe you find out you're not good at it but maybe you find out even if you're good at it or not you just enjoy doing it and that's a start like finding something that you enjoyed not oh I never enjoyed doing this before but I enjoyed something that's giving me excitement something that's giving me happiness like this is new I enjoy doing this like okay uh, there's something I can keep doing whether I'm good at it or not it's like I just enjoy doing this um it's keeping me going and finding more things and finding more things and then you learn about yourself like oh actually you found out that I like doing this or I found out that I'm good at this um I found out that I like listening to this kind of music compared to what i used to listen to when i was younger i like watching these kind of movies compared to what I, when i was watching when i was younger um yeah even food like <laughs> like oh 
just trying just going out like i used to limit myself to eating certain things because of my upbringing like part of my family would eat like uh like just wild things that's like not normal and i'm like uh weird it's just like going out there and just saying you know what like something must be so good about this that they really love it and like I shouldn't be holding myself back from doing it like unless you have a really like I said like some food reaction or something uh you should just at least try it if you don't like it then you don't like it but you do it. oh but you know um I've been holding myself back from this this whole time like you you can't like you know you're punishing yourself by you know not treating yourself to things in life like oh this hair try it do you like it no okay I'll stop <laughs> now um, just about exploring all the different avenues in your life and trying to find your new foundation or what it is that sticks to you and then that's where you go forward from there um, and I kind of want to go into my second topic because I feel like I'm going to start branching into it now so I'm going to go into the second topic and kind of like just put them all together as one now so for the second topic I was asked like how do you move forward well I'm changing it to how they exit but i'm changing it to like so how do you move forward when you feel like you have nothing nothing so like i said so that's going back to like what i was trying to say like because i was going to start branching them together and i start repeating myself so like i said so you feel like you lost everything you don't know what's going on and i'm telling you you gotta find different avenues you gotta know not cling on to things that you feel like that's keeping you happy but it's actually just keeping you trapped and you need to start going out there more and start climbing and moving forward so it's like taking I don't want to put people in my life out there without their permission but it's like you know when you go through something bad in your life because you was living one way and things just start going wrong and start going terrible and then it brings you down to like you're stripped to just your very essence of who you are and now it's like what more do I have left and then things just start hitting you like I don't know I feel like when you're at your lowest lowest something will hit you and that's what happened to me as well when I was at my lowest lowest like music just hit me like I can do this instead of that I can do something that's more uplifting to myself than destructive to myself um so here we are 10 years later of me doing music um it went from being a coping mechanism to something that I actually enjoy doing like I enjoy uh, when I sit there and get inspired to like write lyrics, um, put them together and just form a whole project together. Like some people who's like, like when I talk to people, I'm like, hey, yo, you like, <laughs> like you should do the song with me. And they're like, oh, I'm not a rapper. I can't do that. I don't know how to put words together. And I was like, yeah, I was there once too. Like, like some people don't, like people feel like, oh, strong, like, like we we enjoy music we enjoy like projects like people hold certain projects up like as classic like going back to Nas as, as an example like Illmatic um man was only what 19 when he made this like 
made just this classic project and people like you know how he does this like how he was able to do that and then to be able to do it myself is like damn like I, i've like from track one to track whatever i put on there like i did this and it's a structured project too not to make them sound like weird like oh i just put like this real really upbeat type song going on the next song is some sad crying song like you just kind of killed the mood <laughs> for the people who's listening to this like you got to ease them into the moods so it's like one of that um going to uh podcasting i mean listening to podcasts from uh, not understanding why people do it why i enjoy doing it to liking it and then to like do it yourself and like now i like damn like here i am <laughs> like freaking enjoying doing this like just sitting here talking talking these things out getting things out there hopefully people listen to it people take something from it and whatnot um also going into the same uh side note I'm not trying to tell people that I'm like, I know all the answers. I know what you should do and what not to do with your life. Um, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to take my advice. I'm only just speaking through my exit, my experience and wondering if people are either going through the same experience or people who have gone through the same results to get out their experience. It's just about finding people who can like open themselves up to things. Um, you know it's it's something something i want to talk about i wanted to talk about the guests so hopefully i can get to that too but like can't like it's all right to be able to talk about things and just express yourself like you have a voice you have a brain you have your thoughts for a reason um, there's nothing wrong with letting them out um maybe somebody would be real interested in hearing it so it's a lot of people in the world sometimes you only just need that one that one person to hear you out because that's you know that, that makes a huge difference from just being yourself being with yourself to having one solid person that's like you know i really enjoy what you're doing i support what you're doing um yeah but that's really that um so yeah let's move forward when you feel like you have nothing i mean yeah finding yourself is one of the best things to do finding what you like finding not or no don't punish yourself don't hold yourself back from anything take chances take you know not telling you go do something wild or whatnot like slow baby steps like you know being a kid who grew up like the typical kid stuff no i'm afraid of heights or whatnot to when i was young we used to play hide and seek and manhunt and it used to be one of those like almost anything was a go and there's been times with dudes with like there's like uh like little garage roofs like they'd be climbable like the right fence is right next to it we climb on top of a roof and hide on top of there like the fact that we can do that and then it's like do you know that oh if he finds me he knows how to get up here so you gotta be cool with knowing that you gotta jump off this roof and run so like all that height stuff just go thrown out the window for the sake of you not trying to get caught um from being scared of roller coasters and whatnot uh and falling from heights went from uh when i went to bahamas 
and we went to the Atlantis water park and we did the leap of faith um if anyone ever did that or if you don't know what it is like google it um it's just this huge huge slide down like it's like in the middle of the whole park it's like a pyramid structure and it's just one giant fall down and as you falling down through the slide um it goes underwater and like you're in a tube the whole time but it like goes underwater and it's like a pool it's like a whole pool tank and there's like legit sharks in there <laughs> like uh so you legitly like sliding past through sharks and going out the other way and it's like bro doing that um growing up um uh being growing up and raised in in brooklyn new york um one place that i always visit as a kid was coney island the amusement park um and seeing uh the cyclone roller coaster i was like that was like one of my biggest fears like seeing my brother and my cousin go there and then when they got to the point where like oh you're telling us to go on the ride you're gonna go on there with them me no i am not <laughs> you're crazy and then of course fast forward most many years later me and my brother went on there i went on there for the first time and it was dope like to go on roller coasters like you know you just slowly opening yourself up to new things and just like oh it's this is what i've been afraid of my entire life it's not that bad um it's actually cool uh another one that was the biggest example um back in like what 2001 i want to say uh i went to uh um disney world in orlando um first ride bro not even the first ride sorry the first or second ride like they were they were trying to like my dad was trying to go strong like he was not trying to ease us into nothing the first ride i didn't know anything about it because yeah i didn't know what was happening i'm thinking like you know this disney like you know this is a bunch of kids stuff like what terrible can be here the first ride was you being stuck like we're all in this room like the theme is that we're like in this lab room and we're all just strapped to the chair just sitting there like it's something that we kind of watch and experience it's not really like we're moving so we just sitting there we're strapped to the chair and they're like oh we're experimenting and and then there's that freaking monster like they're experimenting on a monster or whatever or it mutated into a monster and then it broke out and then like they had the sound effects um on the chair like they had speakers on the chair to make to emulate that the monster was like running around the room so you hear behind you breathing behind you um when it was like it killed one of the guys like it ate him and like water was squirt on your arm to make it feel like the blood splatter on you and it was like like yo this is my first time at disney and this is what you're gonna put me through on the first day <laughs> like just trauma off the bat <laughs> but yeah so the fact that i got over that I'm like cool they're like all right second rod was uh the what do you call this uh geez i don't know I, I know it has a name i just don't know what to call it but it's one of those um it's the twilight zone um like the elevator drop i noticed a name for it it's not coming to me but it's like so the thing is like you're in a twilight zone like we it's like we're in this huge mansion it's a very tall too very tall uh huge mansion um there's a spooky backstory to like oh family died here but i guess the spirits never left whatnot so we go on the ride the ride is like we're themed in the elevator so we strap into an elevator 
um and we ride for a little bit um we start seeing like little ghost apparitions of people and whatnot and then we're back into the elevator we're going up um going up and then we got to the highest point and it just drops <laughs> so it's just constantly dropping up and down up and down um, when you get to the top like a uh, window will open and you can basically like see the whole um uh this new world place and then it just drops <laughs> so you're like oh sunshine nope so right off the back like just going there like they threw me into like just the pit of everything so like everything after that was just smooth sailing it was like cool so it was like I don't know it's like trying to get yourself adjusted to new things like you can't be afraid of just like trying something new because you might end up liking it you might adjust things better so now it's like things that you thought you was afraid to do of doing um that you can't like it no longer bothers you like this is cool like even simple things like growing up I hated doing like presentations in school like oh I gotta go up Talk in front of people, you know, talk about something. Hopefully, I'm not stumbling over my words. I'm not repeating myself. To realizing it's not so much about that. It's so much about the topic that you are presenting. Most of the times, I was never, I didn't care about none of the stuff I presented. So when I had a college class, um, they kind of gave us the option to just present whatever the hell you want to present. Um, the class was about sociology, so of course it was about social stuff. Um, so it was like, yeah, just present whatever you gotta present, but no as long as it pertains pertains to like social things. So I had a personal experience with like being hacked and whatnot, and knowing like how it feels like when someone hacks your stuff and that hopelessness and that powerlessness you feel. So I didn't know the fact that I was like interested in like, oh, I can research about this. And I like, you know, I went out there and talked about it. And I was like, yo, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I'm just talking about it. I'm, at, I'm engaged into the class. I'm like, yo, you know, raise your hand. This happened to you. Like, I never really did this. Like, when high school, like, just reading off my code, my notes, or the PowerPoint, like, yeah, so, you know, back in 19, this and this happened. Like, I was actually like in there. So, like, if it's like you know you just as long as it's like finding what you're comfortable doing to incorporate it like i'm like all right i got experience with hacking i'm interested in hacking we're in an age where it's more easy to be hacked so talk about this and it's like i got one of the best reactions like after my pre presentation like everyone like everyone got like some decent class but everyone was like oh damn like you was actually talking so like you know you can't be afraid to just take these risks it's just about finding what works for you and whatnot so that's mainly it um i feel like i'm gonna go on forever but <laughs> yeah i must i'm gonna i guess i'm gonna stop it here uh hopefully yeah hopefully next episode because actually it's gonna be an important episode or well, a special episode next episode um so i don't know if i'm gonna have a guess or not actually because i don't know I don't know. We'll see. Because I kind of know what I'm going to, like, I guess I'm kind of prepared for what I'm going to talk about the next episode, but I would like to have a guess. Um, maybe I can just put them both together, so that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah. Um, of course, as always, before we even go, I like to leave with the question of the day. Um, this one 
it's kind of going to be pertaining to the like how you move forward when you feel you have nothing kind of topic so i'm not speaking about like time travel or nothing not one of those um i feel like people shouldn't try to hang on to the past and try to like live on you know if i can go back in the past i would do this differently i think you should focus on the now instead of doing things differently before just do things differently now that's it um so my question is like when you feel like you had nothing and you feel like you lost everything but you have the ability ability to like you know you can start over now you can find what you like um what would be like one of the first things you would do differently now that you feel like you have this new start in your life like you know maybe i would like i said on example i I was afraid of swimming you know what i'm gonna start teach i'm gonna teach myself how to swim now i was afraid of heights i'm gonna start going on like roller coasters oh i used to hate public speaking uh you know i'm gonna do music my podcast slowly open myself up to talking more it's just a bunch of things like you know what is what would you start doing differently now that you have the ability to like you know i can start over now like today it's the first day of my new life i want to do something different now so what would that be and yeah um that's mainly it uh so of course again if you guys like this episode like the podcast if you know anyone that's like that's interested in the podcast or these topics please be sure to share it tell your friends tell your mom tell your parents tell your grandparents tell your siblings anyone um yeah just share it rate if you haven't rated on apple Podcasts. um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope you guys have a wonderful day and a wonderful week and i'll see you guys on the next episode and yeah peace